Hello, welcome back to Between the Studs, and I am honored to be sharing this space once again with Chris, and we also have a newcomer. We have our bionicle expert, Onhill. Thank you for, for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. It's an honor to be here and to be on YouTube for the first time, hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. And we're going to start it right off with, what is your history with Bionicle? How did you get into it? Well, the thing, interesting thing with Bionicle is I first started actually when Generation 2 came out. So I hadn't even, uh, I had pretty much ignored Bionicle uh, Generation 1 for the longest time. I got into Hero Factory, and then once that got canceled, you know, it was a little sad. But then uh, Generation 2 came out. And that sort of piqued my interest. I said, hmm, this seems pretty interesting. And so I, I kind of dived into the, uh, the the hole that is the Bionicle story. And then <laughs> once I got in there, there was no coming out. And then I just kept looking and looking, finding stuff I had ignored all my life. And I kind of regretted, you know, having overlooked it. So, yeah. What was your initial draw to it? When you saw it on mm. the shelf, what was the thing that called to you? The thing that called to me was it was very different from anything Lego I had ever seen. And it used the, the same Hero Factory system, but it was a lot more colorful. There was a lot more, it had more of a, a mystical feel. The, it didn't mm -hmm. look like robots per se. They looked more like living, you know, creatures. Techno yeah. organic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cartoons they released are actually what really got me into it. I, I don't know. They seem pretty mystical and pretty mm -hmm. mysterious. I, I, I really, really dig that. They didn't show you too much, but not too little either, but just enough to get you in. And Chris, what is your relationship with Bionicle? I do know we sell a lot of Bionicle balls. Yeah, well, you, you can't own the world's, one of the world's largest building brick toy stores mm -hmm. and not knows something about Bionicle. <laughs> so, uh, you know, of course, I've never turned down Bionicle. It's cool. Mm. It is part of the Lego system. You could build anything you want with it. And then, like, a lot of sets, even regular Lego themes, use Bionicle parts to them. So uh, when I'm building my own mocks, I use uh, Bionicle parts. I love the weapons, the, the flat silver weapons, mm -hmm. I, to accent my mocks. I built a Lord of the Rings Balrog. I remember that one. And he was huge. I built him out of the second generation Bionicle figures. Mm -hmm. like, I can't remember which one. It was the Mask Maker. Who came in the Mask Maker set? Uh, yeah, it was Skull. I think it was, I believe it was Skull. Crusher? I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure about Gen He did something with Skull. Two. So I bought yeah. a whole bunch of those sets so that mm -hmm. I could have the right parts to make my Balrogs from Lord mm -hmm. of the Rings. And he was about this big, maybe you know, 18 inches tall and just totally loaded. Looked just like the Balrog, it mm. was pretty cool. Um, and he sold like hotcakes. It was just too hard to make. I mean, that set now, the Skull Crusher set mm. is like, what, $100 sealed new in yeah. his box. And then uh, it, when they re-released Bionicle, yeah. 2015. Yeah. So in 2014 at uh, New York Comic Con, they, Lego had um, a Bionicle booth set up mm -hmm. and they were giving away the free Lego Bionicle mask exclusive to New York Comic Con that mm -hmm. year. Oh, and okay. it came in a little uh, blister pack and mm -hmm. you know that was probably numbered and it's pretty exclusive it's worth I don't know 50 bucks maybe so we were my, me and my kids were able to pick those up there oh okay yeah. my story with Bionicle is very mm -hmm. similar to yours where you know, I was in college when it came out and when it was really big. And mm -hmm. so when the second wave came out, the Gen 2, 
where they use the hero factory parts. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. And what really uh, connected me to it, it was an action figure that I could design myself. And I love action figures, and I love making up my own things. Mm -hmm. So it was the perfect combination for me. And then I realized, oh, this has been around since 2001, and it's backwards compatible <laughs> with everything, mostly. Apparently there is some contention with yeah, the original, and then uh, when they switched over to Hero Factory, but we'll mm. let our expert talk about that. So, uh, where would you like mm. to start? Well, first of all, I'd like to start at the very beginning with actually pre-Bionicle. Mm -hmm. So at first, Slizers, Slizers or uh, what was the other name for it? And I think in Throwbots. Throwbots. Throwbots yeah. in Europe. They were extremely popular, and Lego was not expecting that. So they it had a little bit of a story to it. So Lego started seeing that story-driven themes sort of had a little bit of a popularity to them. And since they were already in financial trouble and they weren't doing so well, they were throwing out ideas. That's why the '90s were kind of crazy with all the themes that came out and really never came back. Jackson. Um, yeah, Jackson. <laughs> and Galador. Galador is yeah. pretty uh, honorable mention. They saw Star Wars was really popular, and they decided, that's a, that's a very interesting thing we'll do, and they did the first license theme. And so they got the idea, once they saw it was like super popular as well, let's actually do our own story-driven theme. So they started with something called Dewheads, which was basically about a couple of uh, uh, humanoid robots that would battle to the death and they would actually chop their heads off, which is very, very violent. It eventually turned into the masks that uh, we see today in Bionicle. But that was basically its uh, ancient ancient cousin. Eventually we got to uh, 2001 where they released the first uh, Toamata sets, the originals, and they were a huge success, a absolute success. And right after the sets came out, they released uh, the Matanui online game, which is an extremely successful free online uh, online game. They released comics. Bionicle was the first multimedia yes. uh, storyline mm -hmm. Lego released. Yes. So Star Wars, I guess, would have been it had it yeah. been theirs, but it wasn't. It was yeah, licensed, it and and they didn't make any money on Star Wars. Yeah, they really did. All the licensing fees. Uh huh. So they wanted the replicate that mm -hmm. with their own theme yeah. hence bionicle yeah yeah and hey. all the different mm -hmm. media they had for it they had like you just said they had the cds yeah they the would CD actually ROMs. come in yeah. mini cds came inside that mm -hmm. pack that you just showed us and then um comic books made by dc comics oh yeah which are really cool uh, you said there was a novel? There were graphic novels. Yeah, graphic, graphic novels. novels. And, graphic and novels. video games that continued mm -hmm. yep. the story. Uh, and you mentioned mm -hmm. um, how Lego was in trouble at the time. Yeah. Around 2002, mm -hmm. 2003, Lego actually was close, this close to declaring bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that kept it afloat was Bionicle. Exactly. Um, you had mentioned that you knew that, but you thought Star Wars I kept it afloat. I always thought it was Star Wars that they kept it afloat. Maybe mm -hmm. Star Wars did keep it afloat a little bit, mm -hmm. but not enough uh, to pr put it into the next level yeah, like yeah. Lego is today. And that set Bionicle apart from a lot of the other themes that they had, to reiterate what you said, yes. is this very strong, I won't even say story, mythology. Mm -hmm. It was very deep 
It was rooted in um, a lot of Polynesian. I mean, the word Toa. Yes, the, the word Mata Nui. New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the New Zealand, yeah, yeah. Polynesian, Hawaiian. Yeah. Uh, you know, Moana. You didn't do it first. It was the Toa. <laughs> Mata Nui is the name of the island in Moana, but it's also the name of the chief god yeah. in Bionicle. In fact, Lego got a complaint letter from. Oh New yeah, Zealand. yeah. Asking really? them not to use some uh-huh. of the, the terminology that they were using because they were actual yeah, yeah. words in that language. Oh, so Tohunga? They... Okay. Yeah, Tohunga was, I believe, the word for like a spiritual elder, mm-hmm. but they used it as a like, common uh, a common civilian. So it was oh, kind of insulting okay, to yeah. them. So that that's what the uh, the promotional McDonald's Bionicle sets. Yeah, they were called the Tohunga. So they eventually renamed him to the the Matoran, which is, mm-hmm. you know, they started, you know, using, basing it off the language, but, but not actually. Making up their own yeah. words. So that's basically the, the whole origin of Bionicle, and that's how it started. It started out with a bang. I did want to mention mm-hmm. the Slizers, too, or Slizer? Yeah, Slizers. Uh, we do have a few of those in the store. I think we forgot to grab one. But they were weird, like technic monsters that had these strange printed faces on them and they had these gears in the back of their back that didn't Mm. work it didn't do anything it was just there for looks (laughs) they did uh throw the discs though yeah that was the the one functioning thing they had but you look at that and a casual viewer Mm. might think oh that's a bionicle with a Mm. weird face or pre-masked bionicle because they do look a lot like it and one of the things i liked about them was the one i'm thinking of the slizer that i'm thinking of had samurai swords Mm. and they were like this the weird green color i can't think off the top of my head what color that's called in the lego universe but it it only came on that one set Mm. it was a really cool samurai sword i think it was the jungle one i think was it the jungle one? probably all right oh could you pass me the lewa please yeah, I'd like to show the audience. Uh, <laughs> the white? <laughs> we have the green one. The green one. Okay, the green one. one. All right. <laughs> Basically, the main function of the the Toa was that you would use the little little gear mm-hmm. and rotate it. And the idea was that you would have like two of these guys, and you you give one to your friend, and you would use the gear to knock off their mask because their mask was only held in by like a tiny little stud, and they knock it off and boom, they would win. And then along with the Toa, they also released mechanical beasts called Rahi, which were like the, one of the most popular villains at the time. So they were the very first villains, but then after later on in uh, 2002, they actually moved on to more, these sort of ball-like creatures. That we have one Dora. open yeah. over here. Th- these guys. And the Bionicle not only did it have a distinct mythology Mm -hmm. and background, but it also had a continuing story. So every year added to the story and added to the lore, and it got deep, man. Oh, yeah, it got deep. (laughs) Even even the canisters have an importance. So this, the canister, these guys that come in, so in the story they arrive in these canisters, and they come out, and they come out all in pieces, and they sort of assemble themselves, and... Yeah, that's the whole the whole thing with just the packaging itself. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a place to put a mask on the top yes. of the canister. What did it actually come with the mask on the canister? No, it would come inside. But you could put them on here and then stick uh, multiple axles in all of these and grab the little Mata heads and then put all your masks on there. Oh, this cool! Plate. Oh, cool! All right. Yeah. So, so the canister was part of the play. Experience. Yeah, part. Yeah, it was part all of right. the play experience. 
You could even like twist the, I don't think this one can twist around, but you could, it would have a little code and to go on online and check out the website. Yeah, so 2001 started out with a bang and then 2002, you introduced the first like real villains, the Bullrock. This is a later version of the Bullrock, the Bullrock call. Functionality, you press yeah. the back and they, oh. with a rubber band, they come up and yeah. I guess you're trying to knock the mask off. Yeah. Again. Yeah, so here I'll show you now, a little how would demonstration. You the, how would you defeat this guy, the villain? Uh, the villain? Uh, basically, uh, I'm not sure if you can in play, but basically you... Uh, I think Axe to the Brain would do pretty Yeah, well. you axe, axe <laughs> to the Brain, and then this would open up and the Brain isn't in there, but okay, there would be a little, little rubber brain. thing. Yeah, there a little was, rubber thing. Were, okay, so these included little rubber pieces mm -hmm. that were its mm -hmm. brain, and then... And then they would just cut that, and that would instantly kill the... <laughs> Now that brain, does that also serve as a mask? For yes. They, oh, that's right, so it was a parasite. Yeah, it was a parasite. Yeah. So they would launch it, they would pull the plate off, it would launch, and then it would stick onto the uh, the face of the Toa, and they would now become part of the hive mind. Oh, ah, cool. So and they were little soldiers, basically. I they would go around. I never knew any of this. <laughs> I, I know the parts and where it's supposed to go, but I didn't know the why the, the play yeah feature. yeah everything has a meaning that the, the, the mm -hmm. weapons i guess even the feet you could say so his other he's got an axe in one hand and mm -hmm. he's got technical hands in yeah. the other ones is what's the purpose of this is it just supposed to be like a, a gun no i think it's just like a normal arm but uh usually the arms were like this and the the floppy yeah but you could easily modify this if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. But it's basically, yeah, if he's swinging the jungle, I guess it's supposed to show that he move around easily. Okay. And they yeah. all were like that? They were all like there that. There weren't a lot of variations. Yeah, there were a lot of variations. In the, in the first few lines. Yeah, in the first Between the toa different mata. toas. Yeah, between right? the different toa. Although in the Borak, they were basically all the same. So if okay. you got one, you basically had them all. It was basically, you, you'd buy a bunch of them to have your own army. Are there and any then, of these that are worth more than others? Because I see... A lot of these. Yeah. They seem to be pretty common. The the red ones are Tanakh. There's an entire language for the for Bionicle as well. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I don't want to get into that here. It'll take me uh, too long. So, but <laughs> basically... Like speaking Wookiee. Exactly. <laughs> right. So the, uh, the red one, the blue one, and I believe the green one are probably the most popular of the bunch. Simply because of color? Simply because of color. Usually red, blue, and green are pretty pretty popular i had read when i did research for this mm -hmm. uh that brown was consistently a low seller yeah brown so was whatever toa was brown or whatever villain was brown was consistently mm -hmm. so they got rid of brown later yeah it's funny you say that so uh we had a customer come in one time and he told me he mm -hmm. owned every single green bionicle ever made and he and he just wanted to trade them in that was the only thing. He didn't have any other colors but green. Interesting. And I was like, okay, why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that just doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, I was like, yeah, bring it in sometime. It can't mm -hmm. be very much. <laughs> I never knew they made so many different there green bionicles. So and he literally had every single green bionicle ever mm -hmm. made. And it was over a hundred. It could have been a couple hundred. I mean, oh, wow. it was insane. Masks. Uh, he had... Toys R Us made the mask holders packs. Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah. canvas trifolds uh -huh. that we've got a couple of them downstairs. Mm -hmm. um, he had one of those full of green masks. Mm -hmm. 
and this was four years ago on hell before you started working for us so All we right. didn't really know what to do with them we you know we just stick prices on them and put them out but there was there were some very rare things in there so green must be a popular color green is a very popular liwa color. green yeah, is liwa. the liwa liwa yes. was my favorite in, in the set in gen mm -hmm. 2 i ended up getting them all but liwa i love the design of him and he's mm -hmm. the jungle yeah, he's uh, the elemental. Let's colors. get some room. All right. He's a titan for a reason. These. So these were basically uh, the queens of the Bullock. They were giant. You, you, yeah, you would, each person would try and grab the little thing down here, and that would incapacitate the, uh... How? You're, yeah, you would like pull the trigger and then get it the jaws to grab this and just pull it out. Is that possible? Uh, I believe so, but it doesn't seem. Oh. It's it's a little difficult. Mm. Yeah, so that's basically the the whole motion that they do. But in the story, that's actually not true. In the story, they're together, and the closer they are together, the more powerful they are. Now, on how I've heard, yeah. is this what you call chickens? Yeah, the, so, okay. some of them are because they, they kind of look like chickens, you know, they got the little now, feathers. Now, did you just sort of. name them that, or is that... No, it's kind of the community the as a joke, the as the joke. Does, okay. And these were the first, like, large... Real Titan sets, yeah. Okay. What they would call Titan sets, like $20, $30 sets that were pretty large. They're pretty awesome, just that function alone. I mean, yeah. I, would, I would go eat a minifigure. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> Kind of like a rancor. Yes. And then also the Toa Nuva released around this time. So Toa Nuva are basically the revamped versions of the Toa Mata, mm. which are actually a little controversial because they changed the mask a little bit. It was basically an upgrade of the Toa Mata, literally. They weren't as popular as, as the Mata, but they still were, you know, popular enough where, you know, lots of lots of sales. 2002 was a pretty, pretty important year due to having, you know, the first big major sets mm -hmm. the story will continue to grow and later in 2003 we would get the first bionicle movie which would come out i believe in in dvd or in blu-ray mm -hmm. it, it wasn't released in actual cinema but it just went straight to it just went DVD. straight to dvd but very very popular and, and where uh, would they sell that in 2003 at the dvd I, store i don't know <laughs> where do they used to sell dvds that's a good question I, maybe block i can't remember yeah. target, oh, target. Blockbusters. yeah okay we're and, not that old come on <laughs> and then we'd also be introduced to the rakshi which were the first they were revolutionary for their time because the toamata they didn't have bendable knees or elbows and these guys introduced the first bendable knees. It was crazy for its time. And they had a pretty cool gear function where they would, they would like, yeah, they would move their staff Darth back and Mall forth. It. Yeah. And they, they had yeah. a new brain. Yeah, they had the right? new brain. So okay. it was called a Krata slug that they would have in the, in the back here. And little rubber, yeah, slug rubber, thing. rubber slug thing. Most people would probably find them in a Lego collection and throw them away. Cause yeah. they didn't think they were Lego. Yeah. But there were so many of them. They, uh, and you could actually get uh, packs of them yeah you can you could buy like little packs of them these uh, like the other little ball guys were identical except for the color right yes they did not have any variation and staff yeah. and this but yeah basically the same thing. okay so the staff was slightly yeah. different okay so for until up until a certain point all the villains <clears throat> were basically clone sets how similar were the toa i know they had different masks i know they had some mm -hmm. specialty pieces but were they like 75 percent the same 
Pretty much. At this point, yeah, because they all had the same armor pieces, the same... Mm -hmm. The only thing that would really change is the gears, the gear placement, okay. and uh, the weapons. Okay. The, the silver weapons they, they had. And what year did the Rakshi come out? Did yeah, 2003. So 2003 was... Mm -hmm. Bionicle was the number one bestseller mm -hmm. Lego yeah. mm -hmm. in the United States, which... I don't think it, anyone would answer that question. Yeah. Any, any <laughs> normal person, yeah. if you say, hey, what was Lego's biggest theme mm -hmm. in yeah. 2003? They would all say Star Wars, City. Yeah. I, I can't believe anybody would even know yeah. that it was Bionicle. Well, and I didn't realize it started mm -hmm. in 2001. They even did tests in mm -hmm. 2000. You know, people are praising Ninjago, oh, 10 years. Bionicle's been around that long. Yep. And it even <laughs> came back. So it, it, almost beat it, almost, it almost beat Ninjago. <laughs> yeah. But. And I was at Brick Fair, Virginia. They didn't have it last year because of uh, the quarantine, yeah. but mm -hmm. they had it in, so it must have been 2019. And Bionicle <clears throat> was the largest theme represented for Mox. Usually each theme has a block of tables mm -hmm. that is maybe 20 feet square. Yeah. And Bionicle might have had three or four. Yeah, it was pretty large. You know, so you got three or four times as many Bionicle mocks as you do any of the Star Wars mocks. Yeah. And it brings a whole new flavor to the conventions mm -hmm. because the Bionicle fans are usually in their 20s, whereas a lot of your mock builders are going to be younger kids mm -hmm. or older adults. Mm -hmm. And the 20-somethings are all in the Bionicle you know, and it's great that it diversifies the crowd mm -hmm. so much. So also during 2003, along with the release of the movie, these two set, these two Titan sets. So this was the debut of the seventh Toa. If you can recall in the movie, Takua uh, dons the mask of light and becomes the seventh Toa. Lots of advertising for the movie on the, in the instructions and everything. And this right here is the main bad guy of the entire story, Makuta finally in physical form. physical form yeah so this was a revolutionary for its time having we finally got his mask and a physical embodiment of him and you can actually combine these two guys and just like in the movie you can have like a the melded what they would call it takuda nuva because they fell into a, a, a pool of protodermis and they merged together so you could also build that which is pretty cool yeah this has always been the bad guy throughout the each season yeah and they never made a physical form of him mm -hmm. and it had what year is this 2003 2003 so it took uh two years two years two, two years and a half finally. years for them to finally make the big mm -hmm. bad bad guy what i like about him is he's got masks for his hands oh yeah the, the mask and he so looks really for it's cool right masks. there that's the ironic thing he wants the mask of light well he has them as hands <laughs> not as fondly remembered but the borak hall which were basically just powered up borak and the only difference is they were silver this time and they weren't really as liked because it's just kind of a, a re-release of the borak mm -hmm. and not many people like these i mean they're, they're cool but once you had a borak you're pretty much you're you're, yeah. you're set with just one so that's what we the end of the what the bionicle community called the golden years because that was basically the some argue the peak that bionicle ever reached it also kind of ended kind a story of, yeah it kind right? of ended a story the once, first arc yeah the first was over arc. and but, then well, I, I'm assuming Lego expected it to go away at that point. I think so, yeah. They thought three years, you know, like normal themes would, would go away, but no, people wanted more. So they decided, let's go 
and do some prequels. So this is basically the equivalent of the Star Wars prequels, but actually good. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> Burn! I love the Star Wars prequels. Love them. The 2004 and 2005 brought the elders in the in the original uh, golden years, the little uh, small guys that you tall. would get. They actually told their backstory, and they used to be told themselves in a different land. So it basically takes you out of Mata Nui, the, the place we're so used to for three years, and brings you somewhere else called mm-hmm. Metronui, more technologically advanced uh, Yeah, area. that was yeah. something I found was very interesting, is mm-hmm. that the original, the golden years, mm-hmm. were all in very natural settings. Yes. There was no city. It was They were very tribal. Mm-hmm. They were there was a few ancient ruins, mm-hmm. but nothing was like them. Mm-hmm. Nothing was techno organic or ma- machine or mm-hmm. I, I mean they were they had fleshy bits in the yes. in the cartoon. They looked different actually. They actually animated them with flesh kind of and sinew inside. Uh-huh. The toys didn't represent that, but they were definitely living creatures with some kind of metal or half metal mm-hmm. on top of them. But their world did not represent that at all. Their world was like ancient mm-hmm. times Earth. Yes. Uh, there was much. no technology. There was no electricity. Mm-hmm. And then this season, when it went back in time, well, all of a sudden you're in a very advanced civilization. There's there's electricity. There's motors. Mm-hmm. There's machines. So it makes you wonder what happened. Yeah, what, what in happened? The world happened? What is going on? So uh, I I felt. That was really cool. Oh, and spoiler alert, I know it's 10 years now, but <laughs> we probably will spoil the Bionicle uh, story as we go yes. along. But uh, it's, and there's this like mind exploding revelation at the oh, very yeah. end, the very, very which end. I think fans are split on mm-hmm. whether it was good or bad. But anyway, I'm sorry, continue. 2004 brought the Toa Metru, which were the basically the Taraga, but in Toa form, which was amazing. And these are considered of G1, the best Toa sets to ever have come out. And why is that? Knees? Yes, finally, <laughs> finally. Knees and elbows. Something you would you, is kind of crucial for every action figure. And so if you see, it's, it's quite a departure from the original. Uh, yeah, we went from this very simple design to a more complex um, and obviously more textured and more more clean looking Toa design. But basically there's this argument between the functionality as in the gear functions and posability. Do you want it to have a cooler function and sacrifice posability or do you want to have posability but sacrifice function? This combines both worlds. It's the best of both worlds. So you have not only a gear function on both arms, but also you have full articulation in every joint. You can actually put a disc. So disc the, yeah, a little there, disc okay. you can put on here. And then you could actually grab two of the tops of these and combine them together to make a little capsule for the, a, the mini. Another nice thing about mm. this is I'm noticing on the box, it says made in Denmark and Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So to me, higher quality. That means a little bit higher quality mm-hmm. product, and you can tell by the plastic. I mean, it is very. The only yeah. thing that I ever see broken with these, unless they're chewed up, mm-hmm. is the uh, these. What do you call those ball joints? Yeah, the ball. The joints. female piece will break. Yeah, yeah. and that's and, something they fixed later. But that kind of plagued Bionicle. Mm. They're they're pretty they're pretty stable. They're not the, the the greatest thing. I mean, they will break over time. But later on, you'll see uh, lime joints 
they will come into play and they will basically destroy your sets and you will never want to take them apart ever again mm. for fear well, of destruction. I know with uh, Lego bricks and plates, mm -hmm. the reddish-brown breaks the easiest. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard so about that too. I wonder if that had anything to do with the the figures, mm -hmm. the bionicle figures not being popular, the brown ones, because maybe they were oh, more yeah. prone to breaking. I don't know. I, I don't know about that, but I definitely know Pohatu, the original Pohatu. He was probably the most popular brown character, but basically 2004 had pretty awesome Titan sets and mini Matoran figures. So the awesome thing about Bionicle is that there were like a range. You, you could have like small $10 figures, more like $5 figures, and then $10, $15 Toa. And then if you want something big, you can have the $20 Titan sets. So you had a range to choose from. You didn't and the, have to. Uh, the free Happy Meal sets. Oh, from yeah, 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 from McDonald's, yes. Yeah. Those are, yeah, those are great. And <laughs> <laughs> after 2004, it's kind of a controversial year because the same Toa, we returned with the same Toa, but they have been infected and turned into more bestial forms. And these aren't really loved by it that much. I mean, there are fans out there. I know you guys really love these guys, but it just ain't the best Toa. They have one gear function here, which is very oddly placed. <laughs> yeah. The arthritis <laughs> elbow The action. arthritis elbow. <laughs> the only cool thing was the, uh, the Rotuka spinner that you could just launch. Although you, it was really hard to aim. And then you also had the little spider guys, the Visorak. They also had the same function, but they could also, if you push them down, they would chomp only two years, only two years of the flashback years. And once that, that we reach the flashback years, we get into arguably the darkest age of Bionicle. Uh -oh. Bionicle got kind of edgy a little bit. <laughs> Chris, do you mind passing me the giant spider over there? This so. is a nasty boy. Mm -hmm. So 2006, Bionicle went a, a direction that no other lego theme had ever gone before they basically went full dark aesthetic they even went as far to to contract the all-american rejects to play songs for bionicle wow <laughs> and even they even had a rap the the infamous Parak rap that i'm pretty sure many people wish to forget but <laughs> it is part of uh, bionicle I history <laughs> I, saw, I know exactly yo yo Paraka. yes who did that this is sick looking though this, yeah, is this is very cool. The peak, I think, of Titan yeah. sets. So this was back in its day, the twenty dollars set you would want to get. That was actually, twenty dollars. No, I think this was actually not in this kid. This one was thirty, but the other ones were like twenty each. This had to have been 20, thirty or forty. I mean, this is this is a lot of pieces. Yeah, it was it was a lot. But twenty dollars now, the in the figure like the Gen Two Bionicle, the wasn't the same as this this was yeah. what 30 dollars got you back in the day the three main titan sets brutaka axon and also this is vizon and fenrak probably the most popular titan sets to ever uh reach the bionicle market they also introduced light light pieces in bionicle mm. i think this one's dead but oh no i saw it lighting up yeah yeah you can the see it on screen light up pieces and the toa they were com they completely redesigned their build and also the villains as well so the paraka were the main villains of the of 2006 and they basically had this new build with, which they would call the ignika build after the the toa the toa ignika of that year mm -hmm. it was basically consist of a this piece right here and then a main torso piece and then fully articulated legs and arms 
and sadly the end of gear functions for the rest of G1. No more gear functions would ever show up from this point on. I like the uh, marbled colors, mm -hmm. which I think came out in this series, yeah, he, yeah. like his feet are black, and then the the tips are the yeah, silver, silver, the flat silver, silver, which is just really cool. And they started doing that a lot. I like the nasty looking face. He yeah. looks like he's gonna rap at you. And it looks like on top of the helmet. On oh yeah, on top of his face, it looks like a mask. This is the Mask of Life, in in the first time it has ever debuted. So the Mask of Life is apparently Mata Nui is actually a living being. There's a mask that he wears and his basically his life essence is trapped in that mask. Hmm. And so that mask, whoever grabs the mask has the power of creation in their hand. One of the Paraka, he was really greedy and the whole group was searching out for the mask, but one of them just wanted it for himself. He snuck out and got it, but it it, it got melded to his head. It was basically stuck on his head forever, but he was never able to use it. And this guy was actually a little spider, but the mat touching the mask made him super huge and very, very ferocious. So does it, is this an expensive mask? I believe uh not expect not as expensive as the actual ignika but it's i think it's about more than say like one of these masks it's pretty sought after this one i believe if i'm not mistaken is the biggest bionicle set to to date or of g1 this and came in one box this the came in rider one box. and the okay mm -hmm. or you could grab Axon, uh, Brutaka, and Vizon and Fenrak and build him. You could do either. It was a combo model set. Oh, yeah. so you could do either you or. Could do if either you didn't or. want to buy all three, nah. I'll yeah. just go ahead and buy them all together. Wow, exactly. okay. Yeah, Bionicle did that quite a lot. They would make a set of the combo model and maybe add like one rare piece. This one doesn't, everything here is uh, pretty standard. But yeah, it, it was ginormous, and comparing it to the size of a normal Toa, it's pretty clear this thing is pretty yeah. ferocious. It's the called Cardass Dragon. It is canonical. Uh, the it, the spider touched the Mask of Life, and somehow he became a giant dragon with wings and a giant tail, which is pretty cool. How much does this guy go for now? Oh, he goes for about three hundred used. That's the minimum it goes for you. So he's. Oh. Pretty, pretty rare guy. Do you have this guy? You're pretty much set. <laughs> That's set. right. Yeah. Time to retire to the Bahamas. Uh-huh. Even if you don't like Bionicle. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you just take one look at that. It, it's it's pretty cool. It's I, mean, I can see like an occasional Lego fan looking at all this stuff mm -hmm. and saying, oh, that's not Lego. That's and, not Lego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, the yeah. Brutaka I have, it was mm -hmm. incomplete, but it was like 96% complete. I bought it at a consignment toy store. Mm -hmm. And for twelve dollars. Oh my god! And they had no idea what it was. Mm -hmm. I said this, and I, after I made the transaction, I mm -hmm. made sure I paid them first. I said, "This is Lego. Do you have any more of this?" She said, "It's what?" Yeah, they A had lot no of people idea. People don't know that Bionicle is Lego, mm -hmm. and they let it go for for a lot less, a lot cheaper. So for the longest time, Bionicle was <clears throat> pretty affordable. Which brings me to my story mm -hmm. about bulk. Bionicle oh, sales. Yes. People ask for bulk Bionicle a lot, and it takes a real expert to look at mm -hmm. these Bionicle pieces and say, this is common, this is worth a lot of money, and it, some of these masks can be very expensive, such as this chrome mask right here. Um, I was I found this going through a bunch of Lego, mm -hmm. and 
doesn't take a genius to see a chrome mask and be like, hey, this has got to be special. What um, was that? Where did it come from? Why is it chrome? It was part of a small, like, CD promotional set in 2001. It came with, like, a little Matoran guy and a CD. And it was a, it was actually pretty common. I think you could buy it. It was kind of like an extra pack you could buy. It's kind of probably like the Chrome Stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah I think Star it was. Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a Toys R Us poly bag. And yeah, you, could, yeah. you walked in and you bought it for five bucks and you could buy as many as you want. It was not a big deal at mm -hmm. the time. But now the Chrome Stormtrooper is worth like $60. Yeah. And this mask is now worth $50. And you also got Golden Mask. Uh, this is the Mask of Time, which usually the mask with most story importance have the greatest value yeah for example yeah the mask of time uh, 20 bucks obviously not as much as say the other ones but this one right here uh 40 it's a uh, makuda's mask but in dark gold it came out in a actually i forgot to mention uh in 2005 bionicle went a very strange route and they decided to make actual system sets so actual normal lego sets and they made minifigures that's a paraka figure the brown guy <laughs> now what i like about the the bionicle minifigures mm -hmm. is that they use common lego pieces you've got a typical claw hand yeah there. from exoforce um, and... these bionicle arms are used a lot in different sets uh there's your kind of your leafy stem piece right there mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. venom uses carnage uses mm -hmm. Um, and this guy didn't move at all. He was like a game piece. Yeah, it was like a game. Yeah, I think that was like they game had piece. a couple different style game pieces uh, for board games mm -hmm. that Bionicle oh, came okay. out with. Because again, it was that multimedia platform. They mm -hmm. came yep. out with everything they could to to advertise it and get people into it. The system sets only made it to about 2006. So from 2005 to 2006, they made system Bionicle sets along with the normal sets that came out. But they weren't as popular. They didn't sell as well. And so even now, they don't even sell for that much if you try and sell one. Yeah, the so, figures aren't... Yeah, figures aren't that really aren't that... super popular yeah. or expensive. If I remember correctly, the Bionicle sales were kind of on a decline. So they mm -hmm. wanted to get regular Lego fans. Yeah. On, and that was supposed to be the crossover to yeah. make... Hey, you know, get into this Bionicle thing. So back to our bulk Bionicle sales. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. The, you know, it really wasn't... It was worth a little bit more than bulk Lego, mm -hmm. which we sell bulk Lego for as low as $6.50 a pound. Mm -hmm. And on our website, we were selling bulk Bionicle as well as $6.50 a pound. Mm -hmm. um, this past year, in 2020, we had... People placing orders for 100, 200, 300, even up to 400 pounds of Bionicle. And mm -hmm. that's a lot of Bionicle to ship out. Mm -hmm. that is. So uh, usually, you know, if I find a rare mask like this, I'll take it out and set it aside, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but with filling that many bulk orders, I was just throwing in anything I could find mm -hmm. to fill our orders. And it turned out one of the guys that was buying it from us at $6.50 a pound was reselling it on Amazon for, I think it was 30 to $60 a pound, somewhere in that ballpark. Oh, okay. It was insane mm -hmm. um, how much more he was selling it for on Amazon. So mm -hmm. that kind of wiped us out of bulk Bionicle. We're starting to replenish our mm -hmm. stash now. If you want bulk Bionicle, we still have it for a very good price. Yeah, very good website. price. On eBay, they usually so. go for about from about twenty five to forty dollars mm -hmm. per pound. 
and usually you'll find it in the $30 range is the most common. So yeah, we have probably the best price for bulk bionicle you can find. Yeah. I wanted to ask you something I came across on my research. One of the complaints that I heard about this, even though people love these, yes. that the pieces were so specific. Oh yeah. To what it was that Lego had for the next gen had to come out with basically a whole new set of pieces for that next year. Yeah. They weren't very cross seasonal in a sense. And so it became kind of expensive to keep coming up with these new pieces, which, and you may mention this when we get to it, yeah. which is one of the reasons they shifted to the more ball and socket hero yeah. factory style. Because look at this guy, there's his hip and ankle in the same joint. Mm -hmm. And you can pretty much only use this as a foot. Yeah. Uh, there's some Technic connections or some pin and axle connections, but it was kind of stuck. Mm-hmm to be what it was. This is this is my mock. I don't usually show my mocks because I don't think I'm that great at it, but uh, I did, this is a hodgepodge of Hero Factory and mm -hmm. Bionicle. Uh, I made this years ago. I bought a whole bunch of orange, yeah. yellowish orange pieces from you and made this guy. So this is an example of that. Yes, it is possible mm -hmm. to I, go back and do it. I think I see Chima pieces in there. So you could argue. Yeah, Chima you, dragon right oh. here, yep. uh, lion. Yep. That came off that set too. Okay. That Shima set. So you could argue that the uh, very specific pieces are, a, it could be a detriment, but also can be something beneficial because hey, even though they're very specific, people are still creative with it. So it allows for uh, more, uh, more people to, you know, think outside of the box on how can I put these pieces together. But uh, I think it's like pretty, pretty amazing. And Justin, I, I approve of this. It looks very good. And I agree. I, what I like about it, well, it's like I disliked it at first, but the more I look at it, these skinny little ankles <laughs> actually look like, make him look like a minotaur. Yes. Yeah. Or like yeah. he's got hooves. Yes. And that's really neat. I like and, the foot as this underbite jaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now that I'm looking at it, too, is it reminds me of these. The pieces you used for the feet um, were also used in the Ben 10 buildable figures. Mm -hmm. The Ben oh, 10 yeah, buildable yeah. figures used the uh, Bionicle parts a lot. Which, you know, there's... While we're talking about Ben 10, they also mm. made Marvel and DC buildable yeah. figures. Yeah, and then Bionicle. Chima also would come Chima, in. Chima... And... Which were more like Hero Factory. Yeah, they were more Hero Factory. That was Factory. after Hero Factory had yeah. changed the standard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Star Wars. Oh yeah, Star Wars, yeah, would come much later. That would be the end of uh, construction or constructible acting figures. But that's kind of far away. For now. For now. For now. We'll see so, what they do. Actually, and, did you guys see the poll on mm -hmm. Lego uh, Ideas? Oh, they did the yes. 90th anniversary. Because sent it to me. Yeah, I sent yeah. it to them. What's once the results last um, I heard Bionicle was number one and by yes. a lot like wow. number two <laughs> number two was wasn't even space. close classic mm. space and then pirates third it's actually very interesting because we've the community has tried multiple times to bring back Bionicle G2 happened but I will get into that later but it wasn't really well received per se and the sales weren't really that good and then we there also was a Lego ideas by, set by Sakoda a uh, very famous guy in the Bionicle community who made a 20th anniversary Bionicle set that got 10,000 supporters, but sadly didn't make it in. It What made it worse was that uh, for the community was that a typewriter won, but not the 20th anniversary of Bionicle. <laughs> so I made a lot of people mad, including myself. Uh, 
no disrespect to the typewriter guy. I just wish Bonica would have made it in. You, but... you have two two very different oh, yeah. things there. Yeah. yeah. And maybe there's good reason. Yeah, that's probably a good reason. You know, they didn't they're they're because they got big plans for Yeah, people. they got big maybe. I, I heard bringing yeah. retired pieces back for Lego is kind of expensive. Oh yeah. So it's it, when something's gone for several I, years I to bring it back. They destroy the molds. They do. I, oh. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, no wonder it's expensive. Yeah. In fact, I I think that I also read, and this could have you know they could have changed their practices over the years, but I also heard that they have buried them in blunt on site. I think I read that in a book that they mm. buried their Impressive. molds. Wouldn't that be cool to yeah a thousand years from up. now? A thousand years from <laughs> this means something. So. uh Moving on to 2007. So 2007 was pretty different because finally Lego got the courage to actually make individual and original villains. No more copy paste villains uh, like the Rakshi and, and Borak. They're, they're great and all, but it was finally some fresh- These are the uh, fish guys? Yeah, yeah these are like uh, the fish guys. They each represented like a, a specific animal. I think this guy was a, yeah, manta ray. Mantex. These were horrifying. Oh. These were so scary with the mm. bulbous red eyes. Mm -hmm. They were awesome. I love those. Even yeah. the package is like ocean and the rock bottom. Mm. They came with those little rubber missile launcher things. Yes. Oh yeah, they were little squid. The, the squid launchers. Is that what they are? They yeah. sold packs of those too, individual packs of them. Bionicle started getting a little skimpy on the collectibles. So first we had Krana, the little guys from the Borak, and then Krata Slugs, which we would get from the Rakshi. Mm -hmm. And then we'd also get discs in uh, 2004. There were Tuka um, little flyers in 2005. Mm -hmm. And in 2006, they sort of stopped doing them all the, there wasn't really collectibles but then finally 2007 they have uh the squids which okay. eh, not really the best collectibles but the masks were always the the thing right i mean i know yeah, you yeah. got them with the with the figure mm -hmm. and they were every single character and every single season was mm -hmm. individual yes okay the masks actually i forgot to mention but uh the new head design actually changed so now the little brain stock here you could just insert this in and put a little Technic axle and it would stay in place. With these, when once you put these two pieces together, they will stay on and it's really hard to get them off. For a time, it wasn't possible. There's a, there's a kid that managed to uh, figure out how to separate them, but now it's an axle system. So they will actually stay more secure on on the and there's the multiple face. connections. Yeah, there's multiple. So you can change how they. It, yeah, they, and actually movable head too. I forgot to mention. I like that. the movable head a lot. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had these stiff net. The older stiff neck ones mm -hmm. are a little frustrating. Yeah, but I guess I see the point if you're trying to knock his mask off. Yeah, yeah, but also the masks were pretty easy to just knock off. Which they had to be if you're- Yeah, they had to be. That was basically the point. Also, it was actually still backwards compatible. So you could grab one of these older masks mm -hmm. and they would be able to fit perfectly fine on uh, the oh, new head. Cool. So that was pretty cool. Did the new masks fit on the old head? Uh, not as well. It depends on the mask. I'll, let me see if this one. Oh, actually fits this one. It just depends on the That's mask. That's what we love about Lego. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Compatibility. Yeah, so 2007 brought uh, new villain sets and also the TTV channel, a very important in the Bionicle community. They labeled this as like second uh, best Bionicle set in, of G, uh, first Bionicle set in G1, the best one. But this guy, for 30 bucks, you got 
this giant behemoth of a figure and also his little pet, his pet skeleton dog. Again, terrifying. I have got to believe that the designers for the Michael Bay Transformers movies mm -hmm. were Bionicle fans because this guy looks like Frenzy and some of the other Transformers that were in those oh, first yeah, few movies. Right. I guess the silver and the spikes is what really harkens back to that but mm -hmm. i gotta believe that they were bionicle fans mm -hmm. um they just there's too many similarities and also are you guys familiar with hr geiger he is the artist who came up with the aliens design okay. that techno organic yeah. oh. you know the ridley scott the xenomorph hr yeah. geiger is the original or giger mm -hmm. um is the original artist who came up with that and i definitely especially with these later ones uh -huh. see hr geiger stuff the hoses the the pistons all this stuff is very reminiscent of that art style mm -hmm. so uh Angel, the shoulder armor here again is that oh yeah, yeah. life again yeah it's 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 actually not the so sometimes bionicle will do a thing where they'll use a part that has a very uh important significance in the story but they'll use it on a character it, it just supposed to represent armor here it doesn't oh, actually okay. Well, they have to keep that uh, price down. Yeah, they gotta keep that price in pieces. Because, I mean, they already introduced a bunch of molds. I mean, all of this is new. These things are new. All these armor pieces. They're starting to also re doing recolors of uh, previous pieces. And we actually got a new launcher for this year. Oh, the, that launcher uh, is my favorite. I love Yeah, those. it shoots uh, six yeah. rounds. Oh, The pneumatic launcher? Yep. There it goes. Yeah, there's one. I'm gonna shoot them all because then I'll get lost. They, they, they give you extra bullets that you uh -huh. stick on his back. What is this thing? Oh, this thing is uh, another one. I think this thing won an award in France for like best toy of the year in 2008. It was I mean, pretty impressive. Like... Basically, the this was pretty. It won an award in France and everything, and. They released a bunch of other vehicles for the Toa as well. So since the Baraki, the guys from 2007, the Squid guys, they set a standard for the villains that they would continue on. So now the villains were very original, pretty well loved by the community. But also during this time, uh, actually starting in 2007, the color lime, lime joints would start breaking. So for some reason in the production, the cooling process of the Lego bricks, it left them very brittle. So the lime joints, even though they were the more older style, this this style of joints, they would break. Uh, just separating it once, even though it was brand new, it would just break or disintegrate. Mm. Even the older lime? Older color? lime? No, no. The, these, this older lime color is actually pretty, pretty strong. Okay. But the current one, 2007, pieces started getting really bad. They redesigned the ball joints. So you can see it's a lot thinner, not as much support as... Oh, okay. I don't know why they, they changed it like that. I don't know, maybe to save plastic. I'm not really sure, but it really ruined the experience for a lot of Bionicle fans because, I mean, you can't take apart your figure without breaking it. It's... And the whole point yeah. is to take it apart and mm -hmm. combine mm -hmm. it. Wow. So many people just go online and order off BrickLink multiple lime joints or just uh, replacement joints, but it was pretty much a hassle. So you'd, you'd want to keep your figures together. You wouldn't want to keep uh, take them apart. And then once the trilogy ends, basically at the end of the show, spoiler alert, yeah, yeah. Uh, they awaken Mata Nui and it turns out Mata Nui is actually a, ro a giant robot. So the mountain and all of the other islands 
that that you see along the story turn out to be just different parts of his robot body that were covered up with mountains and islands so when he awakes the entire world realizes, oh wait a minute we, we're living on a robot and it, it's quite an interesting uh cliffhanger for 2008 and then you have to wait all the way till 2009 to see what happens and wasn't it something weird like the Toa were they were these, like soldiers they, they were, were like soldiers. soldiers like almost like white blood cells yeah they were like white blood to, cells and um uh, the the bad guy mm -hmm. uh he took it over he, he was over basically a virus yeah that that the robot programming got mm -hmm. and so the white blood cells the Toa were there to fight the virus but the entire island broke apart the giant massive and it was his face coming out of the water <laughs> and he he stands up and uh -huh. like these giant tectonic plates are mm -hmm. just sliding off his body he's this huge planet-sized almost mm -hmm. like unicron sized yeah, robot i was gonna say it sounds a lot like transformers, transformers yeah, yeah yeah it's it's it really sounds like transformers and so he basically he rises up towering over everybody and i think everybody gets inside before he wakes up because then everyone would have died they get inside the robot but then makuta who we thought had died in the movie because in the movie he showed that takanuva took him out and basically killed him but apparently no makuta he has been behind the scenes moving everything around apparently he let himself lose that was part of his plan let the toa awaken Madanui and then wait for the just the right moment to take over the robot and then once he has control he um gets Madanui puts his essence back into the mask and then shoots him to another planet and then basically you end 2008 with Makuta with complete control of the robot and he's basically won all the Toa did their mission to save Madanui they failed and very so Empire Strikes yeah, Back very yeah. Empire Strikes Back <laughs> this is not really canon a set but it was basically, we got Mononui in the set for, for for the first time in his original colors. And we actually get the mask of life for the for, for in actual form, like in the actual color it belongs in. There was one that, in, that released in silver. It came in sort of a, he created a temporary body at one point. People still wanted the gold mm -hmm. Ignika or the uh, mask of, of life. And this... In this set, we finally get the most wanted mask in Bionicle history. Bionicle fans waited seven years. Seven years. To get that. And this set wasn't really that popular. Nobody really liked the set for this set. They just I, wanted this. I this think was, because it's all yellow. I mean, it, he is really cool looking, but it's just a whole lot of yellow. Yeah. It's two different yellows that don't really mm -hmm. look good together. And then you have yeah. some gold just like chilling and what is that bright light orange yeah uh they called it yellow. key key orange they labeled it key orange so this mask is a, goes for about 300 on the internet it's that sought after wow it is very and we're selling very, the whole thing for 250 250 so, so if maybe we need to change that price. yeah <laughs> as of the recording of this video this price is no longer available yeah. so this was one of the last sets to come out of the original line along with these little guys so we were transported to another planet and basically mata uh his, he makes himself a new body and he goes out and explores this new world, which apparently was where he was created. The story goes that a bunch of normal, fully uh, biological beings called the Great Beings 
which some theorize, hey, that could have been humans. They built him, the robot. Originally, they had a prototype robot, but it blew up. It was unstable and blew up. So it, it was left on the planet to uh, rot away. And so they made a new body for him, a new robot body. And his purpose was to discover the universe, go out and explore and gather information. Due to some conflicts between the original planet mining of resources, it actually split two moons split out of the main planet. And so those two moons would become very important. One was a jungle moon and one was a, the water moon. Water moon is where we've been seeing our, our heroes in action on that moon. And then the main one is where he got sent to. Once the robot was, uh, he, Maranui was traveling around the universe, everybody inside had their own role inside the robot. The Toa were basically the little soldiers, the, the white blood cells, if you will that would protect from any uh, outside forces. And they would be kept in capsules in case of emergency. So it's quite a plot twist. It's quite a plot yeah. twist. Did, you discover all of this. Did Bionicle fans like it? Oh, Bionicle fans absolutely loved it. It was right. very, very, very popular. The only thing that wasn't popular was getting sent to the other planet because nobody, everybody wanted to, you know, stay with these guys, but temporarily, we went to the main planet. They are cool looking figures. They are pretty cool looking. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot less yellow to handle. <laughs> yeah. And it's all the same. It's, it's all a smaller the smaller figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was, um, and you may get to yeah. this. Uh, so this disappeared. Did Hero Factory come right after that? Or was it a couple of years? Uh, I think it was, I think one year after the cancellation of Bionicle, mm -hmm. Hero Factory came along. So after they finished the story, and I'll get into that a little bit later, they ended the line. This was one of the last sets that came out in the original line. And Lego was, their sales were starting to, to drop quite a lot. Uh, the problem was Bionicle had become so big and so the, the deep, the, the lore, lore was so deep. They were across multiple comic books, uh, books, video games, story serials. And and fans may have been growing out of it. And fans well, might have been growing out of it. I mean, time, these yeah. people were already heading off to college by this point. Yeah. So many people just didn't have what the time. Are, this has sprockets on the back of it. And it, they have numbers on them. Oh, that was, was part of a little game. That was part of a little game. You would shoot this. Uh-huh. So every every season had a different, like, Yeah, gimmick, sort of a like gimmick, right? yeah. So you'd shoot. How did they shoot? Yeah, you shoot them. It, it's a little harder. You shoot them like that. And then if you hit. This would this dial kept track of your how many oh, times you got okay. hit. It's a point yeah. counter, and then gotcha. yeah. All so right. this guy has two because he's so yes. massive. Yeah, he's so massive. Like this, vehicles. I do love two. this ball. It's a the rubber spiked ball. Yeah, um, it shoots. I think some of the fantasy era sets use that spike ball. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like the catapult that. would launch him or something. The lore was getting way too deep, way too hard to get into. And for so, a new person. For, for a new person. For the original people, well, I mean, they were already heading off to college, some were dropping interest, and they basically rushed the ending a little bit. Mm -hmm. They gave, they made sure to give it the best ending they possibly could, because LEGO said, hey, we're going to stop the funding. A couple people at LEGO, they decided, you know what, we got to give these fans one final wave, even though LEGO wasn't going to pay for it or anything. They managed to um, put out one final wave, which was the uh, Bionicle Stars, which is basically a legacy wave of six different characters, Takanuva, Tahu, and then some of the um, Gresh, one of the, some of the newer characters. 
from the best of every of all yeah i think it, seven or eight years yeah basically that was the final way that was the final send-off and i love that story because mm. that was lego internal yeah, fighting like, lego corporate exactly saying, so it wasn't the, it wasn't the fans asking for mm. it the, the internal lego employees said mm -hmm. no no the fans deserve one last it. hurrah yeah, one last hurrah <laughs> yeah. we're going back to the story really quickly so we were talking about how uh, the Marnui robots, you know, surveying everything. He doesn't pay attention to the conflicts inside of the robot body because he's a conscious being. So Makuda wanted more power. So he was basically the virus, if you will, in the analogy. And he wanted to take complete control. And for him not paying attention to all the conflicts going inside, he managed to take control, crash him into the water moon. They basically had to, they covered everything up. They wiped the memory of everybody there. So nobody would remember anything. Uh, Mata Nui would basically become this rule, like as we said before, uh, ancient society-like. Mm -hmm. And Metra Nui, the other place that we visited, that was actually inside was of Mata Nui. Yeah, yeah. The, that's why it that's was, why so, it was so, yeah, it so technical, advanced. because it was inside the robot. That was their true home. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. It's a, it's a basically a recap the story very quickly. The Toa find out all of this, because they had lost their memories too. With his help, he finds some friends, learns some lessons, about how it is to ha have friendship and everything because he's never experienced that before as a all-powerful being that everybody worships as a god he finally understands what it's like to be a, a common person he gets into the failed robot they manage to fix it they go and battle it out the, the two giant robots mm -hmm. battle it out Marnui manages to win and beat makuda he brings the two moons and brings them back together into one and using his final strength, he combines the planet once again and then returns it back to its original state. And then everybody is left to live together once once again like it used to be, I guess goes to sleep. With no more bad guys. With no more bad guys, yeah. So then it was like a year and then Hero Factory came out. Yes. And Hero Factory, from what I understand, was Lego's attempt to make the system anyway, mm. the physical system of what became the character mm. creature... Um, building system. Building yes. system more cohesive where yes. it was backwards compatible and it would integrate a little bit with regular mm -hmm. system stuff and regular technic uh, it was supposed to be a little easier to build mm -hmm. with the armor add-ons rather than these technic pin connections oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah so what happened next well lego decided uh apart from the the new system they needed that actually came a little bit later the the main reason was they saw how how successful bionicle was and the ending really hit all the Bionicle fans pretty hard. It was a good ending, they did the best they could, but they still wanted more. And LEGO, they, they saw how they needed new fans to be able to enter in and, you know, get to enjoy the best of Bionicle without all the lore, you know, mm -hmm. blocking them. They decided to create a whole new series with a whole new spin. My opinion with Hero Factory is, mm -hmm. it sounds stupid, yeah, it does. Okay, Hero Factory, I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, and then it was the story, like I used to watch the Bionicle. I didn't know the whole story, mm -hmm. but I used to watch all the movies with my son and they were good. And I was surprised how decent they were. Mm -hmm. Whereas watching Hero Factory, it was a lot more childish yeah it was a lot more it was definitely they were actually down. pretty good stories yeah but they were just a little like stormer mm -hmm. and the names of the guys and they were all just a little more childish than the bionicle stories were but the but the bad guys oh yeah the bad guys were killer 
Oh yeah, bad guys. Speaking were definitely of the amazing. number one baddie right there, is he? Is he the number one uh, bad guy? He he was like one of the one of the main ones. Yeah, so he's a hero factory. Yeah, he's a hero factory guy. guy. He's the witch doctor. doctor. Yeah. One of the first big sets from the. Uh, and in the this wave. story, they were full on robots. They were full on there robots. Was no... Yeah, there was no biological. They were just built. So it's basically a factory that, just like the name, they. And they I build heroes. I don't think we need to get into yeah. The story the isn't really that. factory story. Not um, what little of it there. because from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, but mm -hmm. it really Bionicle fans don't like Hero Factory. They don't. They, Is they that hate true? it. Yeah. Okay. Once Hero Factory came out for the first time, there was extreme backlash from the community. So much so that many petitioned Lego again and again because the Lego was trying to go for new fans. Yeah, for not, new fans. They didn't. They didn't care about the older fans. Well, not only that, but they changed the yeah. system. Yeah, and I think that also made them mm -hmm. angry. Personal opinion: mm -hmm. Which is better? That's a good. That's that's a. <laughs> that's a good question. Objectively, being objective, CCBS is the in superior system, but personally. Uh, I'd have like, to say I kind of like the aesthetic more yeah, Bionicle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it a lot more. But you can actually have both of them. I mean, they're yeah. both compatible together. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the best of both worlds, and many mockers now use the combination of both. Mm -hmm. But originally, when Hero Factory came out, it didn't actually have the CCBS quite yet. They had, they still used Bionicle pieces, and they actually said on the boxes from, from the, creators the creators of Bionicle. Yeah. Which pissed off a lot, a lot of the fans. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you! So they they did, they found out that the the, uh, the joints were still brittle. They were still really bad. They wouldn't last very long. And so they decided, you know what? We probably need to change something and make the system more, make them stronger, and make them last longer. And so they designed a completely new system with the 2.0 Hero Factory guys, and that included uh, different size ball joints mm -hmm. and different size armor pieces so these would have this was like a size five they would have like different sizes and they were able to recycle a whole lot of pieces and still be pretty make pretty creative builds and it did and that was something bionicle mm. didn't do as much but uh they were able to reuse pieces just yes. change the color and it like you said mm. like it or not the CCBS was a more was a system that allowed for more diversity. Yes, achieve a buildable figure mm -hmm. using that this system, so they were able to do a lot more. And the Star Wars a lot less. buildable figures are still yeah. using yes. The yeah. Parts. In fact, yeah. everything's as soon as Hero Factory mm -hmm. Two hit, everything has used CCBS since then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Hero Factory ran for I, I think it was 2011 until 2000. I think it was 2014. Yeah, was when they that's ended. what I was thinking. 13 or 14. The minifigures are cooler. Oh yeah, the minifigures are cooler. They also went the route of Bionicle and made uh, little minifigures. So they made an invasion from below. They made mechs using these pieces, but then they made the the characters like minifigures. These are pretty cool. The we, chest armor is awesome. The chest armor is pretty they awesome. They came in a bunch of different cool. colors. There was even a gold one. After Invasion from Below, for some reason, Lego Hero Factory kind of just fizzled out. They didn't have the proper conf conclusion like Bionicle did, mm -hmm. but it kind of just fizzled out. And then I believe some guy at, uh, an employee at Lego leaked the 2015 photos for Bionicle. G generation 2 and I think he got fired for it if I'm not mistaken the community went wild they, they, they were finally our wish has been granted Bionicle is coming back 
and they saw the sets. Mixed feelings when it finally came out. There were kind of mixed feelings about it because uh, you know this it was still using the Hero Factory mm -hmm. system, but they were trying to get that aesthetic from Bionicle. So you had people who were super happy. They didn't care if it was Hero Factory system or not. They were just happy Bionicle was back. Well, the masks harkened back to the original Yeah, they tele. did. They, they did. reintroduced geared systems. Yeah, and even and better, games. even improved. Because yeah. in the Metro, the Toa Metro, which were considered the best of both worlds of um, posability and the gear system, they improved it by adding friction to them. So they had mm -hmm. special gear boxes that you could move it and it would stay in place. With these, they would just flop around. Mm -hmm. You couldn't really pose them, their arms really well. So that was... Uh, revolutionary and that only went two seasons there was one movie or yeah, two movies uh it, no, it was, was like a show oh there was it, a show it, it, okay. the first time bionicle actually came out in an actual tv show which was pretty uh set a precedent but it wasn't well received also because bionicle when it came to commercials and advertising they made sure to make it very mystified mysterious cool mm -hmm. and every commercial seemed more like a story it was telling a story instead of just saying bye 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 yeah. hmm. with the journey to one was the series that released on netflix it was basically a over drawn out commercial it didn't follow a certain story the story wasn't that good and it kind of retold the original it retold, just a very watered down kitty very version. watered down kitty version for newer fans and also the the way they promoted bionicle generation 2 was very poor they hardly released commercials at all mm -hmm. the cartoons that i that i told you I, I saw that got me into it they only released like a couple and on youtube and hardly anyone realized it was and, there and those cartoons were very simplistic they very were simplistic, flash animated mm -hmm. they weren't even 3d there was mm -hmm. i thought there was a couple of 3d animated mm -hmm. movies and voice all the same voice actor for every character oh, they didn't even they didn't even oh, get two wow. voice actors so galley has the same voice which is she's a female mm -hmm. as everyone else it, they were kind of they didn't put the same love into it at and obviously from a business perspective, Chris, I, I know you should know this. You can't always give the fans everything you want. You know, you have to look at it from a business standpoint. If, if you want to sell a product, you have to be able to promote it. You can sell anything if you promote it well. And so they clearly didn't do that. They did contests. They actually um, made multiple, uh, I think, 20, 14 karat gold Bionicle mask that they, mm -hmm. uh, an art contest. That's that everyone. titanium? one no 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 that, that was from what i understand the titanium bionicle mask is the most expensive lego piece ever made it's they only made one it, mm. yes it's actually a platinum one platinum, but yeah it, it sold for yep. fifteen thousand at an auction in 2014 what was it made wow. for it was part of a contest i don't remember what contest it was but basically the guy that got it he left it under his bed for like a couple of years just sat there and then he gave it to i think a pawn shop or something wow. <laughs> or just some legos i don't know he gave it away and someone got a hold of it and then that person someone else came by with the he had currently has the biggest bionicle uh like collectible collection he has the most masks the most krana wow where does he live uh, <laughs> 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 what's his number four seven oh four one four Two two oh eight. There you go. I wish I knew his name. I, I we'll I'm blanking out. But he has the biggest Bionicle collection. He bought it for the fifteen fifteen k, and he is now the proud owner of a fully platinum Avoki mask. So it's basically this mask, but in in pure platinum. We have had a 
a couple different times we've mm. had uh, bionicle pieces come in that were promotional so they yeah they only came in that they didn't that they actually were never produced in a set in mm. a certain color mm-hmm. but yeah, somebody yeah. brought them in in a color that you know you can't never really came out. Them. It was just a prototype. Oh, the prototypes, yeah. And he, you know, it's just for a common piece, but in a rare color. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I didn't know what to give them for them. There's really not a market for them. You know, I mean, you can sell them for mm-hmm. a lot of money, but, but there's how nobody. much money? I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to determine. So he wanted in the hundreds for mm-hmm. these pieces, whereas I I wanted to be in the ten to <laughs> save the safe zone you know uh-huh. about 10 or 20 dollars yeah which is still a lot of money for a yeah a it really piece. is because yeah. uh some some of these masks that they have they not all gold masks are rare that mo- some people think that all of them are well, we have one that um, wasn't too hard to get oh yeah this one isn't too hard to get but usually that's makuta's um, mask from usually, bionicle 2 right yeah usually gold masks have uh, rare value, but not all of them are. Surprisingly, like, normal colors like white and black are very rare in some of the masks. Some of them are so rare that even though they, they go for a lot of money, only one person is selling them. And you said Bionicle is definitely coming back. For a long time, the prices stayed the same, mm-hmm. and now it seems to be climbing up a little bit. It, it's coming back so much that mm-hmm. I really find it hard to believe LEGO will not come back out with Bionicle again. Okay. I it, it's just it really is popular. People call mm-hmm. us looking for it because we're a big Lego reseller. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants bulk Bionicle, and the the people who buy Bionicle even kind of see them when they walk in the door. They're your, they're the twenty something. Yes. They haven't gotten back into regular Lego yet, mm. but they're they they've always been into Bionicle. Mm-hmm. With graduating college, they're getting jobs for the first time. They have mm-hmm. money, and what are they spending that money on? Bionicle. Yeah, they need Bionicle. What else? Yeah. yeah. What else? I mean, it's a good investment. You right? Personally, from my perspective, from kind of the outside looking into the Bionicle universe, Lego owns the IP. Mm-hmm. Do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they will. Back to that poll. Oh, what yeah. was the most current? Is that because when yeah. I heard yeah. that, that was several days ago. What is it now? Is I, Bionicle still? I think still... it's still Bionicle, and then Classic Space, and then Pirates. Those are the top three at the okay. moment. The second phase, they won't show you who's winning. So we'll have to f- wait till like February fifteenth, I think it was. So will they release the, the the winner winner? There was one person that mentioned uh, that the leg group had a contingency plan in place to choose one of the three if something went awry. So, well, something crazy Something went. crazy went awry, and many of the Bionicle community, people in the Bionicle community are saying it's possible that LEGO might not choose Bionicle because thinking about it from a realistic standpoint, if you're trying to represent 90 years of, of, uh, of, the, LEGO, oh, of the LEGO company, oh yeah. Bionicle, something like this, <laughs> seems 90 years and we've gotten to this. Mm-hmm. No offense, this is awesome. But, but it doesn't a represent... classic space set yeah. is probably one of the most iconic things you think of yeah. when you think Lego. Yeah. There was also, uh, Mark had mentioned that the castle theme was divided into like six different Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... They which also... was really fishy. Shut so up. it's almost like they don't want castle mm-hmm. to win. Some people are saying that it's probably, even if Bionicle wins, it probably won't make it in. Which is seems like a very realistic idea. I mean, they even said, hey, we got a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. So some people are saying, oh, no... <laughs> 
Or, <laughs> or Galador. Or Galador. Jack Stone. Free choice. It was yeah. never, the choice was never really free. Mm -hmm. It was already always rigged from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lego knows what they're doing. Lego yeah. knows what they're doing, but I think seeing that, they'll know. They'll obviously know. Even from the Lego ideas set that didn't get in. And from this, don't know, hey, there's still a market out there for people mm -hmm. who will buy this stuff. So people are just willing at this point to take system Bionicle. That they might actually just make Bionicle but in system, which is an interesting idea. But going on back on the topic of the 90th anniversary, I did hear that Lego actually should have done more of a legacy sort of thing. They just grab like one set from each theme mm -hmm. and then release a couple of them in one year. And that way everybody is happy. Everybody gets their their castle set or their space we set. We were talking about that the other day. On the, on the last podcast, we yeah. mentioned how, oh, they're they're doing pirates, but they're only doing like two big, huge mm. sets. They're doing castle, but it's two big, huge castle sets, and that's mm. it. And so they're going to, each year, they're going to go through a classic theme yeah. and just sate the fans just slightly, mm. give them a crumb. Maybe they'll do that for Bionicle. I hope so. I mean, that's the that's the hope. Bionicle could be brought back. I do think it is possible. They could bring it back in one so form or another. On how you do, you have a three D printer? Ah, uh, yes, I do. Okay, the, you made these. Yeah, right? I made these. These are I printed these Bionicle masks. And can you tell us about these? Oh yeah. So ever since Bionicle ended, the community has somehow found a way to keep themselves alive, keep the hope of Bionicle alive, and keep the story alive. TTV channel, they're a huge part of the community actually grabbed one of the original writers from Bionicle and they organized a canonization contest because Bionicle has oh my god probably more than 200 different characters and each of them not have, all of them have a set most of them don't have a set and so now they're making these contests where they can have people can compete and make their own creation of what they imagine the character to be in an actual set form and it can become the canon look for that character along with that they'll use uh hero factory pieces bionicle pieces and recently they've started using 3d printed masks bionicle only has a certain amount of masks and so you can design your own and then print them out and then use them on your figure these aren't my designs i printed these out this is a uh, takanuva's mask um in uh like a 2008 form it's not actually canon but it's like an imagining of that mask and then this is tahu's tahu's mask if they did bring bionicle back i mean imagine this dual molded oh yeah this was amazing. one color and this was another because they didn't do that yeah uh, like style of uh, minifigure helmets. Yeah, yeah they could if they could do dual molded bionicle mask oh mm. that would look so sweet these are high quality 3d printed mm-hmm and Anho had brought him in and was like, hey, you're interested in selling these. I was like, yeah, you got any colors but orange? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I only had orange at the he moment. He said, but, well, I only have orange ink, so. Let's paint them. Orange plastic. Let's yeah, you could, you could paint them. Yeah, you could paint them gold. Actually, some of them are made using resin 3D printers, mm -hmm. which would be the best because yeah. they're a lot more, uh, well, a little more flexible, smooth. Mm -hmm. You can make it like micron layers. Mm -hmm. Like one micron is a layer. So it's so perfectly smooth, you can't even see the lines. So it looks almost like an official mask. Yeah. Some people make injected molded masks and then they paint them. Mm -hmm. they, they've, they've done so many things. 
to make to keep the Bionicle community alive. They've gone through two cancellations. I mean, that's pretty tough for any fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At uh, Brick Fair, Virginia, 2019, I was telling you there was a lot of Bionicle there. Mm-hmm. Um, at the yard sale that they have it's a, a yard sale they have for the people who are attending the mm-hmm. event one of the bionicle fans was selling bionicle parts that he had chromed himself and Ooh. they were very cool looking you know you take a 10 cent piece mm-hmm. and you make it into a 20 dollar piece yeah, yeah that's pretty chromed. amazing that's pretty yeah. amazing did we miss anything Oh, yeah. is it? Is there, are there any other little tidbits that we we have to know? Oh yeah, one more thing. Actually, talking about the uh, the whole story about um, the white blood cells and everything. Actually, mm-hmm. the story from that is one of the writers. I think he got some sort of disease. He while he was sick, I think it was a very serious illness. Very like very, uh, he could have died from it. But he imagined in his mind these little robots that would come in the little pills that he would Mm -hmm. take the little soldiers would come out of the little pills and then fight the virus that his was his body and that was basically where he got the idea of the giant robot and he was mata nui he was mata nui yeah Mm -hmm. the virus was makuta and the medicine was the toa (laughs) it was pretty cool it was pretty cool it's so original too they didn't copy that from transformers they They didn't copy it from star wars Mm -hmm. it's it's original it's cool uh one thing that i find very interesting is if you grew up with bionicle Mm -hmm. if you know you know yeah if you You know know how big it was you know how important it was but if you didn't know bionicle Mm -hmm. you have no idea how popular it was Mm -hmm. it was so popular that in modern culture on the show friends you know Mm -hmm. with joey and chandler and rachel and monica joey and chandler had bionicle sets in their apartment oh yeah on the show remember that And I don't remember seeing them, but mm. I saw, I read about it later on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I never knew that. That's cool. That'd be cool to go back and see that one yeah. again. Well, I mean, yeah. the theme was big enough to save the company from bankruptcy mm-hmm. yeah. and keep them afloat yeah. for several years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was big. It was a huge thing. And even, I think, uh, in one of the original scripts for, it was either the Lego Movie 1 or Lego Movie 2, they were planning to put Takanuva in the lego movie he was gonna show up as a actual character uh bionicle was mentioned in it, the w- it was mentioned as being one of the lands yeah but he would actually become an actual character in the actual movie and yeah, he would interact that's awesome. but he never made it in but it was pretty cool it was a pretty cool uh maybe in lego movie three yeah maybe in lego movie yeah. three <laughs> <laughs> let's hope let's hope there yeah. is a lego movie three the kid becomes an adult and he has to you know Lego or taxes. That's right. (laughs) I know what I would choose. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Thank you very much, man. Uh, Thank you for coming on the show. Hopefully, we'll have you again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe if Bionicle comes back. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely be on it. After the poll, we're going to have him and Mark Mm. just rant. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will destroy him on uh, on why Bionicle is better than Castle. Castle. Come on. <laughs> we uh, already have the the set coming out, the Lego Ideas set. We are available as a full audio podcast mm-hmm. on uh, Spotify, um, all the usual stuff. You're, yeah. You can get it on Apple, your Amazon, iHeartRadio, everything. So if you want to listen to this episode, not see us. This was a very visual episode, but you got to see a lot of cool yeah. different things that we have in the store. If you see anything you want please call the store. And if there is anything you want to see us talk about, make a comment in our videos Mm -hmm. because we're talking about Bionicle now because somebody out there keeps saying Bionicle, 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 Bionicle. 
So I hope this. I hope we did it justice. I hope I, so. I, hope I, I did. Let I don't know. know the whole the whole lore. I only know like and a snippet. We touched the surface yeah, of we the just story. The story. We the wanted surface. to hit more of the, the actual toys. Yeah. But thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. We'll Thanks, see you next time. Yeah.